Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. So this week, um, we thought it would be fun to take a little field trip and get Vic's reaction to um, spiritual shops. So let us know if you like this, because there's a ton of different spiritual shops here in New York, um, and I think we could make it a reoccurring series. So today we went to the Namaste Bookshop that's right around Union Square. Um, It's at like 14th Street and 6th Avenue. Um, and it's one of my favorite, like, beginner spiritual shops. It's not, it's pretty non-denominational. So I think um, anyone from any spiritual path could walk in there and find something that they would enjoy. Um, but it also has a good, it's really well stocked. It does get a little crowded, but luckily we went at an off hour. So, so Vic, what was your first impression? Okay, well, you mean non-denominational, like it's not like specifically Wicca or whatever. Okay, so my first impression was, um, it smelled of incense. So there you go. I also didn't know that it was going to have so many books inside. Um, should have been tipped off though by the <laughs> fact that it was called the bookshop. <laughs> yeah, the incense smell is like there's a very per- if you go to enough. Um, witch stores like there's a very particular like smell that they all have and it's they all smell like that or something in that like genre of sense well and when jen said you know we're gonna go she was talking about doing these field trips and going to different shops and she said that this was really like the beginner shop like everyone was gonna be nice and i felt like that was true so in the back of the store they had some things that I noted um, that I thought were a little, like, I don't know. I guess I didn't see this shop as, like, so much, except for, like, the crystals and the sage, because there was sage. Um, I saw a lot of the stuff that was there as more, like, it didn't seem very witchy. Like, in the back of the shop, there were Hindu god statues, which is a religion. Well, I mean, I think, like, Wicca is also a religion, right? Which is, Wicca is, like, the formal, like, witchcraft religion, um, which I'm not a Wiccan, so I can't really speak to it. Um, Yeah, I think what's interesting about Namaste is there's, um, I mean, there's crystals, there's sage, um, there's tarot cards. They have, like, a bunch of essential oils and different um, things that you can do. But it is by no means, like, a, like, we'll go to Catland, and that's a witch shop, Um, But I do think this is more of a general spiritual store. Yeah, because I was going to say they also had, and I'm not quite sure the name of it, like sound bowls. They're called singing bowls. Singing bowls, yes. And I had story time. Um, In my, I'm pretty sure it was my junior year um, at Stella Adler. Maybe it was sophomore year, I don't know. At at NYU Tisch. I had the weirdest teacher. Um, He was someone, he was like... I do three-month silent retreats in, I think it was Malibu or something. And he was like, that's where I spend half the year. And I just, no one talks to me. And I learn a lot about myself, which I'm like, I'm sure is true. But like three months every year, like not speaking to anyone, that sounds a little intense to me. And then every day before we had class, he would focus us by um, making us all stand up and close our eyes and he would do three taps on the singing bowl and then he was like okay now when you stop hearing the sound raise your hand and so then we would do that and then he would be like welcome to class and that's my experience with singing bowls singing bowls are fine i don't have one i i don't i'm not really turned on by them but like what's the like what's your use for them you know 
Because I'm sure the typical use is not, oh, I have an acting class and I'm going to tap it three times. No, I mean, I think that is actually, like, typical use. I think it's used to, like, uh, I don't actually know. It's usually... I've, I have I experience it a lot when I go do yoga somewhere. They'll do it to, like, begin and end of the class. I think it's supposed to be, like, um, if you're an expert on singing bowls, comment down below. But um, I believe it's supposed to be, like, an energetic focuser. I don't use singing bowls. I don't really... I know... I have a friend who has, like, a, a Buddha board. Do you know what those are? No. So it's, like, a piece of slate with, like, a running water source and, like, a paintbrush. Oh, I do know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And she has, like, a, she's not really a spiritual person. Um, shout out to Hannah Ingber if you're listening to this. But um, she has those two things. She really likes it. I don't I don't get it. So I don't use it in my witch practice. I feel like for, for better or for worse, those are also sold in, like, kids' toy stores, though. Yeah. I mean... There's obviously a lot of, like, um, appropriation whenever you have something like that. Like, um, people just put, like, the t- people decorate their homes with, like, tiny Buddha statues because they think they look cool, you know? Yes, and I almost bought, <laughs> I almost bought it because I had $10 cash. I almost, oh, which is a whole other story. Um, I almost bought a Feng Shui uh, jade crystal for unexpected miracles. But then I was like, probably better not to. And also, I could use that for food money. <laughs> um, okay. So, singing bowls mostly bought by old men named Ron, um, who teach acting classes at Stella Adler. Well, also, I mean, like, listen, Jen, he was a, an odd guy. Like, one time he told us he got jaundice. And he had to be like, and I said to myself, Ron you have jaundice and i was like he's crazy okay moving on <laughs> i don't got an essential oil that can fix jaundice tbh dude <laughs> okay um there were also himalayan salt lamps which are all the rage or they were i feel like a year or two ago um and my grandpa told me that it's not a good thing to have a himalayan salt lamp because they will dry out your home i mean that's not really true <laughs> uh himalayan salt lamps if look the himalayan salt lamp you get for 10 bucks at walmart kind of useless probably not real um but a a true himalayan salt lamp can absorb like negative energy that's just sort of floating through your space they also like people go sit in himalayan salt caves and it like for 30 minutes to an hour and it like can greatly help your like asthma and like blood pressure and stuff i've done it before wait you've sat in a cave before where no well i've sat in a lot of caves but i've sat in the himalayan salt cave um in virginia like a spa kind of yeah it was like a spa environment and i floated in a tank and then i went and sat in a himalayan salt cave for like an hour and it really did like i mean maybe it was a placebo effect but like i i have asthma and allergies and it like cleared all of my mucus because i was gonna say i have heard of like saws saws (laughs) of spas in new york city where you can go and sit in, like, a, a salt room yeah. for um, an amount of time. Also, my I know a lot of people who've done um, isolation tanks. What, what are they? I just floated. I, I, I just cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're floating tanks, right? Like, you float in Epsom salt, but it's, like, yeah. pitch dark. Mine had, um, you could, like, pick what color light you wanted to be submerged in. So mine was, like, a soft blue. 
it has like a name though. I'm gonna kick myself. I can't remember. But anyway, I've heard people have had like transformative experiences because you're just alone with your thoughts for. Well, I don't know how long you did it, but you can do it for like an hour. Yeah. I mean, I've I do a lot of like uh, something I do in my like personal witch practice. I do like um, ritual baths. So I love a good. I'm a water sign, so I love a good float. Um, I didn't find it to be like massively transformative but i did find it to be pleasant they're called sensory deprivation tanks i just remembered um which is it sounds really cool it'd be something i'd be interested in so you saw a salt lamp yeah that's it (laughs) and i said to myself oh i know what that is then that's the end of that story also there were um several types of sage which i didn't um know that you had different types of sage for different things because sage is just a plant. Um, there was this one sage called Vision Quest. Explain that, please. Sure. So um, there's different kinds kinds of types of sage um, because, like you said, they're different plants, and so each different sage plant has like um, different. Oh no! I said it's just one plant, so there are different types of sage plants. Yeah. So you know how there's like purple daisies and white daisies and big daisies and small daisies? (laughs) Purple daisies. I literally harvested some (laughs) like two weeks ago. Never in my life. Okay. um, Well, you're wrong. Here? You harvested some here? Yeah. I went to that park. This was when we recorded our Solwyn. Anyway. So there's, um, so there's different like, uh, deviations of like just a sage plant the most common sage that people burn is white sage um but yeah there's different kinds which all have uh different traditional uh uses and purposes and so depending on like what you want to foster you might choose a different kind of sage some also smell different than others um and i mean you can do smoke clearing with sage cedar um there's like holy wood like those are all options of things that you would sweet grass uh these are all options that you could like light on fire that create a smoke that can cleanse a space um so the what what did you say you saw vision quest yeah so just off of like what that's that's most likely um probably used if you're trying to sort of induce like psychic visions or astral travel or something like that okay i saw a candle that said astral something and i was like well i've seen sabrina the teenage witch (laughs) and in it astral projection that's what it is Mm -hmm. is like you're not supposed to do it because um it's well it's this whole thing about how like birds will see you and you'll end up dead yeah, I mean, we should just have a whole separate episode on astral travel. It's a hot button issue. Um, what I can say is, like, I mean, just as with literally anything on this show, don't be stupid about it. <laughs> like, I don't think that there's anything inherently dangerous about it. Um, but that would, but if you were trying, um, you know, to do something like that, you would, you might select a different kind of sage to assist in your quest. Okay. Mm. So, but now, how do we feel like essential oils relate to being in a bookstore about witchiness? Um, I, essential oils are fantastic tools. Um, So if we remember that witchcraft originally stemmed from a place of healing and um, medicine, 
essential oils have so many different purposes. Um, you can use them to treat pain. You can use them to treat your sinus infection. You can use them, um, you can diffuse them. You can dilute them. You can rub them on yourself. You can put them in your bath. Um, I use different essential oils, um, in like my spell work and in my charm pouches. So for example, like if I were to try and do some sort of love spell, um, I might burn, I might diffuse frankincense or, um, any of the like love essential oils. Um, if you want, you can obviously go look up like what the different essential oils mean and like what they're supposed to attract and foster. Mm, I will say that over the summer, I thought I had bed bugs. Mm. Um, turns out it was just mites, but well, yeah, still gross. Well, it was a, it was a whole thing. It was like, maybe it was mites, maybe it was, I don't know, but it wasn't bed bugs. And so I read online that you can use like peppermint oil to get rid of bugs. Yeah, so over the summer... Probably not bed bugs, though, but... Yeah, don't try that. Um, Over the summer, um, I was staying in a a dorm which didn't have um, air conditioning. You shut your mouth. It was awful. So we would always have the windows open, and although there was a screen, like, I one day, like, saw, like, three ants and one spider, and I, like, lost my shit. So for literally, like five days straight I just kept my diffuser on and I did peppermint oil tea tree oil lemongrass oil and lavender oil like just a shit ton of a mix and um I did it like for five days straight and then I just would like um leave it on like while I was gone during the day on the the diffuser I had has like a little whoosh it has one that'll have the it missed like sporadically um and so I would just leave that on, like, while I was at work, and I didn't have a single bug problem. Not a single bug problem for the rest of the summer. Um, but yeah, but so essential oils, um, there's just, we'll, we should do a whole episode on, like, the like common essential oils and the uses for them and how to buy them. Um, so stay tuned for that sometime soon. Well, you should let me know, because at my work, um, we get to choose, like, I think there are eight essential oil bottles and we get to choose like which one we want to put in the diffuser when it's our turn for our shift. And I will say I hate frankincense. I think it smells terrible. I also hate orange. Um, But I like peppermint, like the lavender, eucalyptus is okay. Yeah, I mean, if we think about like what essential oils are, is they're um, the essence of plants and so much of witchcraft is also about like gardening and like using um, the plants that you have access to. So that is what, so that's why you see essential oils there is because it's useful not only for like healing and medicinal, medicinal purposes, but also you can use it in spell work. There's just, they're such a great one size fits all tool. I will say also, I do hate a bug. And over Thanksgiving, I went out to my grandpa's house on Long Island and he has like a, a big old like uh, not a big old house but like he has an old like larger house and in the basement um i went down i was going down to do my laundry and there were two crickets and a spider and i was like mom you need to do something and she was like i don't want to kill them so she just brushed them aside and i was like hyperventilate i was like these cannot touch me i was like why are these inside and it's winter so you explain that to me jen (laughs) Vic, they're literally inside because it is winter. They're escaping the cold in the house. I thought they were That's supposed- how bugs work. I thought they were supposed to die in the winter. Right, they haven't died because they're in the warmth of the house. 
<laughs> so what else did you see? Well, that was it. But I saw a baby cricket. I meant in the witch store. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so as I said to Jen in the store, I told her that I am rewatching Game of Thrones. And I saw these crystals in the shape of what looked to me to be dragon eggs. Thoughts? <laughs> crystals come in all different shapes and sizes. Well, also, I did see, like, they had circular crystals, which I thought, wow, someone really did some work on that. Um, and they had... St- it's not stools. <laughs> they were, like, sitting on a stool. But that's not what it's called. A stand. They had stands. Very nice stands. I'm sure those are very expensive, though. Like a crystal... What are you talking... Are you call- talking about, like, a crystal stand? Or, like, what... Or just, um, like, an altar? What are you talking about? I'm talking about... It was a like circle ball crystal. Oh. And so that it didn't roll off the top. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a stand. No, that makes sense. I thought you were... You were like, there were cir- these circular crystals and a stand. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you... What did you... I think the one of my favorite parts about Namaste Bookshop is the... Uh, they have so many crystals. They have a truly huge selection. Um, and they have a bunch of different like kinds. So I, I'm not sure if you took a glance at the amethyst, but like just in the amethyst, they have polished like round orbs. They've got like raw amethyst. They just have such a big different variety. What's it called when a crystal's like, you can see like the inside. Translucent? Transparent? No, no, no. It's, like, jagged, and it's, like, purple, like, deep purple. Yeah, so that's just a different cut of amethyst. Okay, is is agate a type of crystal? I don't know. Let me Google it. Hold for Google. I mean, you could be talking about, like, a geode. Yes! I'm talking about a geode! I've been geode hunting in a river in Indiana. Well, I've been geo-hunting in a cave in Missouri. Really? Yeah. What if I just made that whole thing up? Yeah, I thought I thought you were just making fun of me. That's crazy. Okay. I want to hear that story. Well, I was... Okay. It truly is a story because I was six years old. We were visiting Missouri because we have family there. We went to these caves. We were taking a... I think it was a boat tour. But maybe the boats had wheels that make some cars. Um, I don't know. I was six. It's hard to remember. What I do remember is that at one point, a man in the first boat, car, whatever it was, um, like all the lights go out and a shot is fired, like a gunshot is fired. And so everyone's like, what the heck is happening? And then all the lights come back on and he's like, oh, spooked ya or whatever. Listen, this was 12 years ago. America was in a different place. My uncle Phil, who only has three teeth, took us to the river out back by his house we caught frogs, crawdads, and picked up some geodes. It was the best. Can I also say, I realized I said it was 12 years ago, but wow, I'm older than that. It was longer than that ago. That's crazy. Okay, so, and then afterwards I got, I bought, well, I like, maybe, you know what, maybe I wasn't geode hunting. It was more like we took a tour of the caves and then there was a gift shop. <laughs> um, so there you go. And I bought a very nice um, horse. That was, you know, it was, like, carved out of some type of crystal. And that was cool. I think I might still have that. Who knows? What else did you see at the shippy shop? Listen, I don't really have any other thoughts about the shop. I mean, 
I feel like I'm not like as shook as like, you know, I mean, I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. Like, I have been around, mostly because I feel like my mom's really into yoga, so it's not like all this stuff is like crazy insane to me. I'm sure that maybe when we go to like, what is Cat Lady? Catland. Um, I'll be a little bit more shook, um, even though I do love cats, so I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, my I'm not try, I'm not trying to get a reaction out of you. I just it's I go there usually twice a month, um, just because I like it so much. So I like to. It's helpful to like see what stuck out to you, like as a fresh set of eyes, as someone who goes in. Um, one of the things that I really like about the book the bookstore is um, they just have an incredible selection of tarot cards and they keep so many there's not only do they have probably the largest like deck collection that I've ever seen um they have you can test every single deck out um which I think is really important like if you're choosing your first deck so um if you're looking to buy your first tarot deck I definitely recommend that you take a stop in here um and they're so they have of course your like standard um Rider White Smith deck they've got and then they also have like very specific niche decks. They have like this, it's like called like the magical gnome deck. Cute. The cat lady deck. Like there's so many options. Um, and so even if you're just looking, I would definitely recommend going there for, for your first deck. Cause I think it's important that you like hold your deck and figure out if you like it. My purpose wasn't to like shock you. Um, I'm surprised at how like well acclimated you were to the store. Um, I felt like it wasn't particularly different from going into a, like, store focused around yoga items, I guess, Mm. basically. I really feel like, honestly, the store didn't come across as very, like, witchy to me. Well, that would be because they're not, like, an exclusively witch shop. Yeah. Um, I really categorize a witch shop as anything that has products that could be used for witchcraft. Um, Which, and and I think, dependent, so, for example, when I go home to Virginia, um, there's a lovely little shop called um, The Alchemists. Um, and they are not a witch shop by any means, but that's sort of where I started my like witchcraft journey. Um, and so I think for folks who maybe aren't, you know, it's New York city. There's, there's the Namaste bookshop, there's enchantments, there's Catland, there's runestone and bone. Like there's like off the top of my head, I can list like five different, witch like spiritual shops that you could go to and start a witchcraft supplies with. So I think something that's really important is like, a lot of these places are not advertised as, you know, this is a witch store, but you can get like witch supplies there. It's all about sort of knowing where to look. I mean, you can even go to Whole Foods and pick up like herbs and stuff, which I've done before. So like uh, when I go home to Virginia, like the Alchemists is not a witch store, but is it, it is a spiritual shop. What are you doing? Don't look at Catland. <laughs> no, apparently. Okay. I was looking up to see if there are any... Um, like witchy shops in Hawaii because I'm going there um, over the over New Year's and there is one it's called Gaia Hawaii LLC and it is a metaphysical supply store so it says they sell candles crystals incense and offers an array of reading and healing services oh my god maybe I'll go there when I go no I would love for you to I think that that's so see it's just really cool um you don't know that these places are there until you're looking for them. Um, they also, all of them really, like, do offer, like, readings of some sort, if that's something you're into. Um, I know Namaste does offer that as well. Um, yeah, but I think it's about, like, finding what you need and, you know, figuring out what you have. 
Okay, you think it would be a bad idea for me to, like, get a reading, like, and talk about it on the podcast? No, not at all. Um, I don't think that would be a bad idea. I think, like, if you're open and excited to get a reading, I think you should get a reading. I think you should um, maybe research and make sure you're going to get a reading from someone that you jive with. so funny because they say the exact same thing about tattoos they're like make sure you shop around and get a tattoo with someone that like the style matches yours blah blah blah. yeah or like what you want well stay tuned everyone i'm going over new year's maybe it'll happen so i think for our next field trip i think it's time i think i want to plunge you into Catland. i think that would be a good next step for you or we can do a little baby step yeah Yeah, there's enchantments um which is still a bit more mainstream that's gonna be pretty similar to like namaste bookshop enchantments is known for their um they do hand carved candles for your spell work purposes um they're a little bit more witchy um but catland's like the shock value probably um it's a very stark difference from namaste now i feel like i'm hyping it up but it's not gonna actually shock you at all i do have a question are there cats there I don't believe I've seen a cat there. Well, then why is it called that? I don't know. You'd have to watch the interview with the owner on YouTube. But I actually, you should wait. wait. You know there's an interview about why it's called that, but you don't know why it's called that? I don't know if she mentions. I don't. I watched the interview like two years ago, dude. Oh, okay. While at Namaste, That's I bought yeah, I bought a witch's date book for 2019 and a witch's companion. And I'm really excited because I hate having to disrupt my um witchcraft practice to like google things um and so having like physical books about dates and like what phase the moon is going to be in when is really exciting to me good for you that you know they say the same thing about acting all the time they're like oh you can't be on your phone it's a good thing i'm not an actor anymore (laughs) and wait and that sounded really bad i didn't mean like oh you can't be on your phone while you're acting like obviously that is true But they're also like, you shouldn't be on your phone, like, at all, because it'll pull you out of the moment. And I'm like, okay, everyone. Perhaps, you know, I feel like it really depends what you're doing. (sighs) Live your truth. Well, that's all I got. Oh, oh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at my roommate's a witch on Instagram. There we go. I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And And that's that's the spook. spook. I ate it already.